Hey guys, welcome back to the 10th episode of the podcast. I'm alive with Shy. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Thank you for your feedback and your comments throughout these 10 episodes. I really appreciate it. And stay tuned for season two, but let's get into it. So yeah, I'm planning to take a two to three week break because I need to get new equipment. My laptop's on its last leg. I need to get another mic so I can have guests. So stay tuned. So let's talk about some recent news real quick. You guys heard about baby and the comments he made towards the LGBTQ plus community. Unfortunately, you know, he's been canceled, but at least he's being held accountable for his actions. It's just crazy that um, one decision you make can, you know, it's stopping him from getting money, but... I'm glad he's being held accountable, and um, if you wanted to see him at all those festivals, I'm sorry. So this episode's going to be a little different. I decided to include some of my followers from Instagram. I had a story on my Instagram asking if you guys could spill the tea, so I'll be spilling the tea today. Um, thank you so much for everyone who participated. I can't wait to give you my opinion on the things that you guys said. So just as a disclaimer, I'm going to try to not be biased and not judge, and it will be completely anonymous. You won't even know the gender of the person. So let's get into it. So the first comment says, have me on there. And yes, I'm definitely looking forward to having guests in season two. Um, I would appreciate if you could come up with the topic and then we can debate because I love to debate and prove my opinion. So the answer is yes. All right, next one. Is it cheating to hang out with your ex while you're in a relationship, even if you guys didn't end on bad terms and are friends? Okay, we're getting right into it. The tea is hot, let me tell you. So, thank you for asking this. I think this is a really good question because personally, I would say I have a decent relationship with all my exes, as in, like, there's no animosity. We are civil. If we see each other in public, it's all good. Um, I just feel like life is too short to hate somebody Even if they did you, like, super dirty. Maybe, you know, if I was, like, in a marriage for, like, eight years and they, like, cheated on me with, like, 15,000 women. Like, okay, like, yeah, I might hate you. But over a relationship I was in as a person in my 20s and in my teens, it's not that big of a deal. So I don't think it's cheating. I just think you should be honest with your current partner and let them know, like, hey, like, me and my ex are still kind of cool. But hang out. Like, what do we mean by hanging out? Like, are we talking about hanging out and grabbing dinner, like, a late night? Because then I feel like that just... That's really not fair to your current partner, Okay, so let me give a final answer. I do not think it's cheating depending on the circumstances. I do think you should let your current partner know. Because in a healthy relationship, you're supposed to be open and honest and tell them everything. I would maybe think 
if the roles were reversed, put yourself in that situation and see how you would feel. And I feel like that kind of answers your question. So the next question is, when should you draw the line with your parents and cut them off? So this is kind of a hard question for me to answer because I have a good relationship with my parents and I'm very blessed and fortunate for that and I do not take them for granted. But I know there are some people who were not ready to be parents and had kids at like a young age and, you know, some moms and dads are just like toxic for you. So I feel like if there's any way you can separate yourself, like if you're moving away for college or getting your own apartment, I know in the Bay Area it's really expensive depending on where you're moving, but I feel like if you are secure financially or they cut you off, that's like another way you can, you know, not speak to your parents, but I really wish your situation can be solved by communication. Sometimes, you know, one stubborn person or two stubborn people make it more difficult to try to, like, resolve that and not stating your age or anything, but I feel like this won't last forever unless your parent is, like, super toxic. Like, even... I'm thinking about parents who are, like, addicted to, like, meth or, like, heroin. And, like, that's hard to be a child of someone who struggles with addiction because you feel like your parents, you know, they put the addiction over you. But basically, to summarize it, I feel like if you're secure financially, you can cut them off. And I hope it works out in the future for you guys. I hope one either one or the other you're gonna have to like try to resolve it or they're gonna have to resolve it it does suck because I feel like you know parents you know you're supposed to look up to them and they're supposed to have it all together and then the older you get you realize that they're literally you like you are a version of them and they make mistakes and you make mistakes and yeah All right, moving on. Next question. What was the worst date of your life? So, to be honest, I don't really go on dates like that. I just don't feel like I need to get a free meal out of a man. I know there's some girls who are like that, who are just like, you know, like, want to go out. But I'm very selective of who I pick. I mean, I love having a conversation with people, but... I don't know. Okay, that's not the question. The worst date is... Before COVID, um, in 2019, my friends, like... When we hang out, I've downloaded Tinder with them. You know, when you're with your friends, you're like, come on, like, you're single. Especially when you're the single friend. They're like, download Tinder, let's swipe. So they can live vicariously through me. I downloaded Tinder, met this guy, was cute. Then we started texting, and then he was like, oh, let's hang out. And... Me, being naive, I'm just like, shoot, might as well. Of course, on a Tinder date, you should never let the person pick you up from your house. Because I feel like the people on Tinder, not everybody, but 50% of people are weird on there. And that's why I didn't want to be on that app, because 
I don't have a problem getting men. It's just like it's fun to swipe and like kind of like build a man. I was 22 at the time. I'm 24 now, and he was like 25, I think. So we met down uh, the street from my house at a coffee shop, and he pulls up in this really nice Mercedes, and automatically my brain is like, he's a drug dealer. Like, how are you 25 and you have this nice car? I'm sorry, but I don't know why my brain automatically is like, okay, like, this guy's probably got a gun in the car and I'm gonna die today. I end up hopping in the car and saying a little prayer and he was like, oh, where do you want to go? And I'm just like, oh my God, I hate that when they ask you where you want to go. Nigga, you asked me out. I don't know. Uh, not to mention, but this guy was from Louisiana and he had an accent and he spoke really, really low. So it was kind of awkward because I don't know if you guys can tell, but whenever you listen to my podcast, you can't turn the volume all the way up because I kind of speak loud. And for me, it was uncomfortable because he was like, so where do you want to go? And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. So he was like, oh, let me show you a view. And I'm just like, oh my God. I know exactly where we're going. Bay Area people, say it. You already know. Yes, it was Grizzly motherfucking Peak. I used to go to Grizzly Peak a lot. I don't smoke. So I was just like, well, I hope he's not trying to smoke and chill because I don't smoke. So we go to Grizzly Peak, he shows me the view that I've seen over a hundred times. And then he was like, oh, there's this other spot that I discovered uh, by myself exploring. And I'm just like, okay, what are you, an animal? Like, are you a deer? Why are you exploring Grizzly Peak? Like, what? So I kid you not, he takes me to this grassy area and is like, hey, let's get out the car. And I'm just like, oh my God. Before the date, I gave my little sister my location so she could know where I was at. And so we get out the car and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to die. He's going to push me down the hill and I'm going to die in Berkeley. I was born in Berkeley, so at least I'm going to die where I was born. Everything comes back full circle. And there's like this car like in the middle of this grassy area of like the Tilden Park Grizzly Peak Berkeley area and I'm just like oh wow I've never seen this before and I was just like oh my god he's gonna hide my body in this car so we just walk around and I have my phone on me but I was just like I'm gonna die luckily I did it so we leave that area and I was just like okay that's cool like that could be in a movie scene um my death Then he's like, what do you want to do now? And then I'm like, oh, we could go to a movie. Because honestly, he wasn't even speaking that loud. And I was just like, I don't want to talk. So let's go watch a movie. So I don't know. For some reason, none of the movies that were close were showing the movie that we wanted to see. So I was just like, oh, the the closest one is in... I think it was in Hayward, and he's like, oh, I'm down to drive to Hayward, and I'm just like, okay, like, that's kind of far. 
But he insisted. He said he liked driving. So when we're driving, he's driving like 95. I'm literally clenching my butthole and cheeks together because I'm holding on for dear life. I hate when guys drive 100 miles per hour and they're swerving. And I'm just like, I've gotten three speeding tickets since I've had my license. And the guys who drive that fast have, like, never gotten a speeding ticket. I'm just like, what the heck? So we get to the movie theater in one piece, thank God. He pays for me. Um, That was... It's sad that it's just, like, I appreciate that. Like, it should come second nature, but, like, I don't know. People be broke out here, or they... I don't know. Ladies, you know what I mean. So we watched the movie. It was good because we didn't have to talk. And then after, it was like 7 o'clock. This whole date was kind of in the day. So it was like a day event. And then nighttime, 6, 7 o'clock, traffic starts. This man, he still is driving like 100 miles per hour, but he's riding in the shoulder lane. You know the shoulder of the freeway is if you are in a car accident, you get pulled over, your car's being funky, you're not supposed to like drive in the shoulder. And he was driving in the shoulder of the carpool lane. So like the fast lane, but right next to it where there's like a yellow line where you're not supposed to drive. I hope you guys are entertained. The story's almost done. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I forgot to mention how he let me play my phone on aux which i love because if you know me i love music and i remember one of the songs he requested was the august alcina song from like 2014 and he was just like yeah i love august alcina and i'm just like who loves august alcina it's 2019 like okay i think i loved or liked August Alcina like five years ago, but he hasn't made a song in like four years. So that was weird to me. I was I was judging him for sure for that one. So I finally make it back home to the coffee shop where he dropped me off and we hugged and he was like, I'd like to see you again. And I was just like, I don't want to. Like I knew I was gonna cut it off um after that. So then a couple days go by, and then he starts texting me, like, a lot, and I couldn't keep up with it because I am a working woman. I go to the gym. I work. I have to sleep. So then he finally sent me a text after, like, a week or two after our date and said, he was like, Cheyenne, you know, you're cool and all, but... You're not giving me the attention I want. I don't get why you can't text me all day. And in my head, I'm like, aren't you 25? You're a grown-ass man. Like, why would you expect someone to text you all day? Like, guys usually don't even like to do that. And then I replied, and he hit me with the, like, okay, bye, period. And I was just like, yeah. First and last Tinder date. Mmm. Okay, maybe there was one more, but um, anyway, yeah, so that was my worst date. Thanks for listening. I hate people who are clingy, and I'm sorry.
we're grown. We don't need to text all day. You can call me at the end of the night. All right, so the next comment says, so my girl keeps making fun of my genital size. What do I do? Um, <laughs> honestly, I guess it depends on the girl because, ladies, if we're honest, the biggest thing ain't always the best thing. So... I feel like as long as you know how to do other stuff, like be a good kisser, give good, eh, like, you can work your way around it. Unfortunately, that's something you just can't help. You're either born with it or you're not. So maybe find a new girlfriend. I don't know. All right. Next question says, do women have high expectations for men? And this reminded me of Kevin Samuels. So you said women. Um, do I think women have high standards? I honestly could say yes and no. I believe I have high standards and that's why I'm single because not to be cliche, but I know my worth. I was not the cutest, so I had to work on my personality. So now I feel like, you know, I'm a well-rounded individual and I deserve someone who is well-rounded as well. And um, people who say that looks do not count, they are lying because when you first meet somebody, you talk to them because of the way they look. They definitely aren't everything, but they do count and for me I would say they kind of count a lot in the beginning just you know for me to respond back or to talk to you in person because I will shut it down if you're not to my standards so I believe I have high standards but women as a whole in general I feel like they do not because women put up with a lot of stuff and I know my friends, family, coworkers who go through the mud with men and I feel like their standards aren't high because they're dealing with that. So I'm going to say no. But I guess with like the Kevin Samuels thing, they're... On his show, it's about, like, older women who have, like, two kids and they're 30 and they want a high-value man, which is a man who, you know, is fine and makes over, like, 100K when the percentage of that is very low. I think those women do have high standards and not everyone is going to find someone who makes that much money or is the cutest sometimes. I feel like you do have to settle, but ladies, know your worth. I feel like it's not bad to have high standards because for me, if I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to get hurt by someone who had value, not by a broke boy. But thanks again. That was a really good question. The next question is really good. What is something you know is real but still can't believe or understand? So I saw this earlier and I was like, okay, I have to think of something, something good. So something that is real and I don't understand was the Capitol raid that happened in January 2021. 
that was real, but I do not understand, like, the consequences. If we change the scenario of those white people who raided the Capitol and Trump sent them to raid it, he did it in his speech that day, if they were black or Muslim from the Nation of Islam, the black people would be dead and the Muslim people would be dead as well and carried in body bags. They would be called terrorists, but because they are the pure race, so they say, that's why they're not being punished. If that was any other group, they would have been dead. It does not make sense to me. And the person who I think got the longest sentence is nine months. Like, that's that's short. That's a pregnancy. Like, it's kind of sickening. Like, it just shows you. I mean, time and time again, I'm proven that this country does not have any accountability for um, Caucasian people, Caucasian people with money. Not always, but I'm stating in general. If those were any other group of people, we know what would have happened. And that is something that is real that I completely cannot understand. The next question is from someone who said, what is your favorite place in the world? So I feel like I can't really answer this question because I have not traveled all over the world, but I guess I can say a place where I would like to travel. Santorini, Greece looks very beautiful. I feel like Cape Town in Africa looks super pretty and... um I was actually in an Uber ride last week, and um, our Uber driver was not focused on the road. He was showing us pictures of his home country, Brazil, and it actually looked beautiful. So I would say, yeah, those places are definitely, like, top of my list of where I would love to travel to when the panty is over. The last two comments are going to be stories, so I'm going to read them, and then I'm going to comment on them. This person has been out of a relationship for a year and decided to give this one guy a chance. He's a January Capricorn, and they kicked it a couple times. One night at Dave & Buster's, he invited me to dinner. They ate, had drinks, went to the arcade. He invited her back to his place. She went to use the restroom and seen a brand new loofah in the trash. If a loofah is, like, worn out, they should be in the trash, but they look brand new as if he just threw them out. So they decided to lurk and open the cabinet, and there were tampons and pads. So I opened the drawers, and there was a curling iron, a brush, a nail glue, nail polish, nails, hoop earrings, face mask, foot mask, and then he went into the restroom. When he was in the restroom, you decided to go in his room and found feminine clothes in the closet, which were boots, blouses, and underwear. You decided to leave while he was in the restroom, blocked his number, and never spoke to him again. He DM'd you on Instagram three months later, and that's what happened because he was in the restroom and you left 
and he couldn't reach me three months later. <laughs> this story is funny. So you decide to explain to him what you found, and he explains that he was in a relationship that wasn't working anymore, and he said that he missed you, and that the relationship is over, and he wished that you mentioned the things that you saw to him, but you weren't having it. You felt like you didn't have the right to explain anything to him because you guys were just getting to know each other, and you cut him right off. And now you're back to being alone. Feel that. Did you go too far? Was it weird or crazy of you? Women should know red flags and their worth, so that's why you did it. Wow. Man, women, we go through some things. That is a story. Um, I would totally do the same thing. I am a snoop, especially when you go to someone's house. If it's a guy, girl, friend, best friend boyfriend, sneaky link. If I'm in your house, I'm going to go through your cabinets. Like, I just want to see what you have. I feel like that part is very normal. And you leaving, I don't know if I would have just left, but girl, these men out here are weird as hell. I think you saw all you needed to see and you had to scurry out of there. These are the type of things and the reasons why I'm single, that sucks because I feel like if you were enjoying the date and it was going well and you guys were vibing, it's awkward that you saw that stuff because you're just like, dang, now I got to cut him off. He's a weirdo. I feel like you weren't even going into that situation looking for a red flag. You were trying to have a good time. You stumbled upon some female products in the bathroom and some clothes in the closet Man, this is the reason why I don't date because this is a big red flag and I'm glad you saw it because there's small red flags that, you know, some of us girls are like, I didn't see it. We're blind to it, but you saw it and you said, I got to go and blocked him too. props. But yeah, that was a good story. Good luck on your next date. I want to hear the tea. All right, and we have the last story of the day. Let's get into it. It's going to be petty. So this last one's going to be about a petty argument that um, this girl and her boyfriend got into this morning. So last night, my boyfriend came over because I had the house. And you cooked him dinner. You guys drank and had a nice evening. This morning... You had to go to work, and you usually don't leave until 9.30, 9.45, but they both got up at 7.30, and he took a shower and started making reservations for your next vacation. After he got out the shower, you guys talked for a little bit, and then it was about 8.30, he stands up, and he walks out the room. I assume he needed to go to the bathroom or something, and he put the phone to his ear and was, like, calling someone. So I asked three times, who are you calling, who are you calling? And he kept shushing me. Then the person finally answered and he starts ordering food, but just for himself. When he hung up the phone, I said, um, are you not going to ask if I'm hungry? But then he just stared at me, so I asked him again. And he said, well, you said you were going to work which I was not for another hour, which is plenty of time to drive where he ordered from. 
So I told him that there's time and that he should have asked me if I was hungry or if I wanted something because we're physically together and you don't just order food for yourself and not even offer when you're right in front of someone. His excuse was, well, you don't like breakfast sandwiches, so I didn't think you wanted anything. For more context about this place, it's a small cafe and they sell croissants, coffees, donuts, a whole bunch of options, not just breakfast sandwiches. So I mentioned that. There were a bunch of options, and if he ordered, I would have even offered to pay. I always do, but we usually take turns. But even then, he stood his ground saying he didn't think I wanted anything and that I had to go to work. I was just so blown away because I cooked him dinner, and I'm spending my morning making dinner reservations and booking hotels for our vacation. And he didn't even ask if I was hungry. Maybe I'm being a bitch, but I've never been hanging out with someone and excuse myself to order food for myself without asking if they're hungry. Am I crazy? And then they gave me another story, but I think that one was funnier. As I kept reading this, I thought the story was going to end with a happy ending, but why would you tell it if it had a happy ending? So I thought he was ordering himself food and he actually did get you something, and then when you got to the place, it'd be like, oh, I got you something too, you know, but I don't think that happened. No, I do not feel like you were being a bitch. Most people, when they hang out with someone, they offer, oh, do you want anything? I get maybe if you had to be at work within the next, like, 10 minutes, but not if you had an hour to spare and especially because you cooked him dinner you let him stay the night he was all up in your space you were giving your time the least that he could do was get you some breakfast at least a drink or something coffee yeah yeah that's not cool but you know I feel like you guys can work it out it is a petty argument over food but it's just common courtesy. Boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend, sibling. Like, I usually just ask, like, do you want something? If I'm going to the grocery store, I'm like, do you need something? Like, that's just common courtesy. I feel like this was a small argument. Like you said, it was petty. So you guys can, like, work it out through communication. That is kind of uncalled for. I don't get why he would order some food I mean at least do it after like he left your house or like do an online order make it secretive I don't know like he was on the phone making his order and you're just sitting there with an hour to spare that's wild for some reason I just feel like men don't have brain cells like that no offense but I feel like if you were to bring it up and be like, hey, like, you know, I cook for you. I let you spend the night. I'm making these reservations for our vacation next week. I think it was the least you could do is like buy me breakfast when I had an hour to spare. Maybe that that's how the conversation could be. But don't attack him. Just bring it up casually if you guys haven't solved it by now. Well, thank you for sharing your story. That was a good one. 
So thank you so much for everyone submitting questions. Um, I really like doing this. I'm going to do it again in season two. Thank you guys for listening. If you've listened to all 10 of them, bless your freaking heart. Like, bless your soul. That's what I say. Bless your soul. Even if you've just listened to one. If you listen to this one, you know we're getting towards the end of the episode so you guys know what time it is. It's time for the song of the week. What have I been listening to? To be honest, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of stuff um, the past week, but I'd say like my favorite song right now is Program by Blast and Bino Rideau. It's on the six tape too. Um, Blast, if you don't know him, he's from SoCal, I'm pretty sure, and he's like, you know, I'm pretty sure in LA, he's popping. He's popping here, but like, I know in SoCal, he's like, the new, not YG, but kind of that vibe, like, he just makes music that everyone would like. Check out his tape with Bino Rideau called Six Tape Two. And that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much. Episode 10, we did that. Thank you for submitting your questions. Stay tuned for season two, which will be coming in the near, near, near future, just updating some equipment and having new ideas, gonna get a new mic so I can do some ASMR, (laughs) just kidding, but I hope you guys have a great week, thank you so much, bye.